0: Alright, welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. As we continue working our way through the story, today we're going to be in Genesis chapter 12. Now we've just come from the Tower of Babel, that's just a few generations prior to today's story in Genesis chapter 12, as the people, humanity, have been scattered now all over the earth. And now we're going to drill in and focus on one man and one family through whom God is going to reveal and bring about, bring to pass, really his grand plan, his purpose, this narrative that's taking place throughout the story. So let's begin today in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I'll curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he set out from Haran. Okay, so we're introduced here to Abram. Now, Abram's going to have his name changed to Abraham. And so it's a little confusing in the beginning of the story, Abram, which means father, uh, Abraham, which means father of many. I may use him interchangeably, so don't get mad at me. His name is still Abram at this point in the story, but eventually it will be Abraham. Now, God calls Abram and God blesses Abram. And I want you to see something really important here. God does not call Abram because of how good of man he is, because of how special he was, or anything like that. In fact, we find out from God's word in the book of Joshua that Abram is part of a family that are idol worshipers, that live in a land called Ur of the Chaldean that's famous for worshiping the lunar gods, and that his father himself was an idol worshiper. So Abraham Abraham wasn't a godly man and he wasn't um, special because of any reason apart from this, what made Abraham special. God didn't call Abraham because he was special. It was God's call on Abraham that made him special. In fact, a the theme that we're going to see throughout the story is that God uses the most unlikely of people in order to accomplish his purpose. Think about it. Abraham is 75 years old, and we find out in the story that Abraham and his wife Sarah are barren. They don't have any children. A 75-year-old that's been married for a long time, that is without kids, is not exactly the person you would think to choose to be the father of many nations, but that's exactly whom God chooses. God picks Abraham and he decides to pour out his provision, his goodness, his blessing, his mercy, his plan because God is gracious. And despite mankind's constant rebellion, God is still determined to have a people, to have a family, to dwell with us, to live with us, and to bless the whole world. And he's going to use this one man and this one family to do it. Now, what does make Abraham special is that he believes God and he obeys God. In fact, that's something called faith. And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, it says this amazing thing about Abraham. It says, by faith, Abraham when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. See, Abraham believes God. Abraham places his trust, his faith in God and in God's promise. And as a result of that, we get to see this amazing, wonderful thing. The purpose and promises of God begin to unfold. Now, is Abraham perfect? Far from it. You're going to see that throughout the story. Is Sarah perfect? Far from it. You're going to see that throughout the story. But God is determined to bless, to keep his promises, to, to pour out his provision upon Abraham and his descendants, to stay with them even against uh, what even makes any sense. He, he continues to be faithful to them. He continues to hold them up and move them forward, even despite their rebellion. And over and over and over again, he pours his mercy and his grace out upon them. Friends, We may not always understand what God is doing. In fact, the Bible's pretty clear that His ways aren't our ways and His ways are higher than our ways. We're not always gonna understand what God is doing. But what we do in that moment when we don't understand is key. Do we choose to continue to trust, continue to believe, and to put our faith in God and His plan and in His purpose? Or do we lean on our own understanding and begin to fall away, to begin to allow doubt and that original trick that the devil used in the garden to drive a wedge between us and God. I want to encourage you today, friends, to learn from the life of Abraham. And as we begin to dive into these stories over this next week, I want to encourage you to continue to ask this question What are areas of my life where God has spoken and I am still waiting to obey? Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it's alive and active and that the Holy Spirit is still helping us, instructing us, teaching us, equipping us by your word. I thank you for Abraham and his story. And I just pray, Lord, that this week we would really take hold of this idea that trusting you, placing our faith in you, placing our hopes in you will never, ever lead us to disappointment, but that your plan for our life is perfect, far better than anything we could ever ask for, hope for, dream up, or imagine for ourselves. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen.